My name is Amanda Holmes, and I think we all need more poetry in our lives. John Ashbery was one of the most influential American poets of the 20th century, and yet many people, including me, have found his work quite difficult to understand. And I only recently began to appreciate how to read him when I came across this explanation. I don't look on poetry as closed works, Ashbery said. I feel they're going on all the time in my head and I occasionally snip off a length. So think of this poem, which was suggested by one of our listeners, as one such snippet of the marvellous length of his poetry. My Philosophy of Life by John Ashbery Just when I thought there wasn't room enough for another thought in my head, I had this great idea. Call it a philosophy of life, if you will. Briefly, it involved living the way philosophers live, according to a set of principles. Okay, but which ones? That was the hardest part, I admit, but I had a kind of dark foreknowledge of what it would be like. Everything, from eating watermelon or going to the bathroom or just standing on a subway platform lost in thought for a few minutes or worrying about rainforests, would be affected, or more precisely, inflected, by my new attitude. I wouldn't be preachy or worry about children and old people, except in the general way prescribed by our clockwork universe. Instead, I'd sort of let things be what they are, while injecting them with the serum of the new moral climate I thought I'd stumbled into, as a stranger accidentally presses against a panel and a bookcase slides back, revealing a winding staircase with greenish light somewhere down below, and he automatically steps inside and the bookcase slides shut, as is customary on such occasions. At once a fragrance overwhelms him, not saffron, not lavender, but something in between. He thinks of cushions, like the one his uncle's Boston Bull Terrier used to lie on, watching him quizzically, pointed ear tips folded over. And then the great rush is on. Not a single idea emerges from it. It's enough to disgust you with thought. But then you remember something William James wrote in some book of his you never read. It was fine. It had the fineness, the powder of life dusted over it, by chance, of course, yet still looking for evidence of fingerprints. Someone had handled it even before he formulated it, though the thought was his and his alone. It's fine in summer to visit the seashore. There are lots of little trips to be made. A grove of fledgling aspens welcomes the traveller. Nearby are the public toilets where weary pilgrims have carved their names and addresses and perhaps messages as well, messages to the world as they sat and thought about what they'd do after using the toilet and washing their hands at the sink prior to stepping out into the open again. Had they been coaxed in by principles? And were their words philosophy of however crude a sort? I confess I can move no further along this train of thought. Something's blocking it. Something I'm not big enough to see over. Or maybe I'm frankly scared. What was the matter with how I acted before? But maybe I can come up with a compromise. I'll let things be what they are, sort of. 
In the autumn, I'll put up jellies and preserves against the winter cold and futility, and that will be a human thing, and intelligent as well. I won't be embarrassed by my friend's dumb remarks, or even my own, though admittedly that's the hardest part, as when you are in a crowded theatre and something you say riles the spectator in front of you who doesn't even like the idea of two people near him talking together. Well, he's got to be flushed out so the hunters can have a crack at him. This thing works both ways, you know. You can't always be worrying about others and keeping track of yourself at the same time. That would be abusive and about as much fun as attending the wedding of two people you don't know. Still, there's a lot of fun to be had in the gaps between ideas. That's what they're made for. Now I want you to go out there and enjoy yourself, and yes, enjoy your philosophy of life too. They don't come along every day. Look out, there's a big one. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or suggestions for poems you'd like me to read, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at podcast at theamericanscholar.org or comment on our website, theamericanscholar.org.